Welcome to the Realigned Podcast with Aria King Ray and me, Christy Lundy. This is the real estate podcast about alignment, connection to your business, your clients, the land, and yourself. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Hello. Today, we're going to dig in. <laughs> so we're I gonna love this topic. About... I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the things that I notice happens for some of my clients will come there in real estate. They're at varying stages of their career and they are questioning whether they should quit and they mean it. <laughs> I want to quit. That's the question or that's the statement that comes forward. And then all of the questioning around it is like, is this actually really aligned for me? Is this what I'm meant to be doing? Is there a way that I could be creating greater impact and contribution in the world? Is there something else that I should be doing? Um, so that's where we're going to hang out today. So should I quit? Oh, I love <laughs> this topic because we've talked about this too. I do not know an agent in this business, not one, who has not wanted to quit at one time or another, whether it is like trauma after a really bad transaction or figuring out their purpose in this industry, um, especially with so many, you know, thoughts about who realtors are and, and what we do and, and what our purpose is, um, you know, from the outside world, it is such a prevalent topic and it's not, it's a simple industry, but it's not an easy industry. And so it's just, it's all the time. It's all the time. It seems like there are easier ways and what's our purpose here? So, oh, I, yeah, all the time. Yeah. And it's, I think that there's different, you know, depending on different stages, there's anywhere from, you know, just being burnt out, you know, because like really needing to find the balance between how they have life and participate in, you know, the way that they want to be in service in their business to, um, yeah, purpose is a big one. And so, um, do I quit? It also can be a really common thing that comes up for people when they are going through their next, you know, growth spurt, if you will, in their own personal development, wanting to quit. I mean, I do that all the time. That's part of my, (laughs) my, my way. I think of like when I work through an energetic upgrade, I will have the experience of, I don't want to do this anymore. And when I, when I notice that, that that's my way of doing that, then I can start to see that, oh, that's actually showing itself for me because there is something that I don't want to do anymore that I'm not to be doing anymore that's Mm. not aligned for me anymore. And we can be so, um, like our tendency can be to to go so big with our inquiry, right? Like, well, then I must just be complete with all of this. Burn it all down. That's how it comes to me. I'm ready to burn it all down. Burn it all down. (laughs) And that's because something does want to be burnt down, right? But usually it's something that's much more refined. It's something that's much more nuanced and specific. And it can be the way that we've been doing the business wants to shift significantly. And also there are people that exit the industry, of course, right? So it doesn't have to be one or the other. But the inquiry of, you know, should I be complete here is actually really um, something for us to take take with a grain of salt, yes, and also be willing to appreciate the nuance and the distinction and really get into a little bit of the deeper 
um, inquiry around what's underneath that. I love that. I, it's so important to acknowledge the question and explore it. And I feel like so many of us don't because we're afraid that if the answer is yes, I should quit. What do I do next? Mm -hmm. But I feel like for most people, the answer actually is no. And everything you've just said is really the truth. But we're just like, oh, should I quit? No, I got to keep going because I have to be successful. We get into this place where we're in our mind about it. Uh, We just ignore the question. We keep going. But we stay in that place of either burnout or not feeling aligned to our business or not feeling aligned to our clients or our purpose or anything else. So I think that that's huge, huge. The other part, the way that this has played out for me, especially when I first started was finding my purpose and how selling homes really did impact people. And I know it does now, but you know, I came from a career in nonprofit where I could really see the differences in people's lives on a daily basis. And I could see people improving their health. I could see families being strengthened. I saw amazing kids having just great growth at summer camps and in our childcare programs. And it was all very immediate and present. And the longer that I worked in that career, I saw the growth over time too of like, oh my gosh, this child who was in our daycare program is now a high school student in our camps. And the person that they've become through these experiences that was all so present. And in some ways, I still miss that piece of it. And when I moved into real estate, I had my purpose, but I wasn't as deeply connected. And I didn't see the immediate outcomes. I saw people buying homes or selling homes or making the move. But I didn't always see that that personal growth or the other impact that it had um, when I first started. And I did feel disconnected. And I remember us having conversations of like, I feel like something else is coming. This is not what I should be doing. This is a placeholder. Uh, and I'm not in that space at all now. I love what I do and will always be involved in the real estate field, however that looks. But it's it's played out for for all of us in that way. Yeah, it's it's one of the things that can be a contribution to it is to the inquiry itself is the stage that you're in in your own life right because there is the time there's that the transition that happens over time where it is more about um there i think that there's in our culture anyways there's more of a go 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 kind of you know mentality that happens and then people have the experience of like, well, I just went, 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 <laughs> and I'm tired, <laughs> and I don't want to do this anymore, and like, is this really all it is? Is there something more? What are we actually doing here? Like, all of those, you know, beautiful song lines that can come forward for us, and and depending on where we're at, you know, in that spectrum of our own experience, and what it is that we actually really want to be experiencing, that's usually the very first inquiry, is what is it that people actually really want to be experiencing? A lot of times people are not even connected to that because they've never really had an opportunity to, to even inquire that, right? Because just like we're, you're naming, you start at the beginning and you are being told what to do at basically every step along the way, often for many people. And so by the time they get to this place where they've, you know, done, done, done all the things, they get to like, okay, so maybe there is or there isn't the money. Maybe there is or there isn't the stress or the anxiety or the boundaries or the pushing or the expectations. But it's also like, well, 
is there an opportunity or space for you to consider or contemplate? What is it that you would actually like? What would you actually like to be experiencing? Because when we get to start to settle into that as a question, it can start to parse apart some things and, and highlight some things for us where we get to create change. Well, a lot of people get into this industry. I see three main reasons, right? The first one is money. And then the industry surrounds us. I remember a coach at one of my first companies was like, real estate is a, a, a career where you can just write yourself a blank check. You can make as much as you want. It was all about the money. How much money do you want to have? Money-driven, money motivation. Hey, actually, you should get that new car and you should have debt because then you're motivated to get the money to pay for it. <laughs> so it's a pure money motivation, which I found, and I see this in my team. You know, We have 17 agents and everybody wants money, but nobody is financially driven. It really is not that great of motivator for most of the people that I see in this industry. And I, that may be a shock to anybody listening who's not in the industry. Most agents that I know, or maybe they're just the ones that I connect with, are not super financially driven. The other one is the ability to create your own schedule. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants that freedom and flexibility. You see a lot of parents entering this industry or people who want a non-traditional schedule. And they don't see the other side of that where you do have to have those boundaries or your schedule will run you rather than you having this freedom and flexibility that you're looking for. And then the third one is people who just love homes, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, I just love houses. Mm-hmm. And so you see those three people, types of people get into this industry. Oh, I love homes. I love showing homes. I want to be in homes. I know things about homes. I love design. I love style. I know the area. Um, and showing homes is like the reward of our job, right? Like getting to be in beautiful homes, but it's not the work of real estate. And, and so those people also tend to burn out quickly because they're like, wait, I don't get to be in pretty homes all the time, like on the show. And so we talk a lot in all industries about finding your like big why, what is that big why? And I don't, it's got to be deeper than that. Like truly, what is your purpose in life? What's your purpose in this industry? What are your goals, especially with social media? It's really easy to see these real estate influencers at beautiful parties and driving amazing cars and beautiful clothes and bags and whatever the thing is. And that's usually not a strong motivator for people. And so if you start there and then you don't find what is motivating or satisfying for you, in this business, that that is one of the things that leads to that, like, oh, I want to quit. Yeah, right. I want to leave. This gap. is not for me. Yeah, yep. The gap between the idea and the reality, not lining. Yeah, it's interesting. So the the with the people that I tend to work with, they're not. It's interesting to say that they're not motivated by money because that is actually true. And also, there's a part of them that knows that they would be, they are to be, and will be really great stewards of money and wealth, you know? And so it's not, they're not willing to compromise every aspect of themselves in order to receive money. But they, are, they do want to be a contribution in the world, and they also want to be receiving yeah. in, in ways that feel really good for them. And so because of that, it's, it's more nuanced 
Do you know? It's more of a nuanced kind of a conversation and experience around should I quit or even the gap between what they think it is and what it will be or what it actually is showing itself to be because it's where, where their actual individual person needs to have a say. They need to participate, right? Because the industry itself, there's almost like a an illusion that can be overwhelming with it in terms of the idea of taking, you know, going down that path. And then, and then when the actual person comes in and makes it their own, then it's like, oh, it feels so good in their body. They feel satisfied. They feel connected to yes to their purpose, but they feel connected to their life. You know, they feel Mm -hmm. like actually it feels good, you know, to do the different parts that are a part of this work. And, um, and I think that's the thing is, is the, the idea of what success is supposed to be and then what actual success looks and feels like for each individual person is what is being invited to be explored. And, and will we allow ourselves to have the time and space to be able to have that contemplation? Well, okay. And so then this, I like, I was, Ooh, this like image came so big to me. So when you were talking about you know, almost that identity death of like something does want to be burnt down, something does need to change. Mm-hmm. There are so many paths to get to the des- destination, right? Like on the road of real estate, there's this path and this path and this path. And the idea of like, I just need to be dropped onto the right path, mm-hmm. right? Like I know I'm walking down the wrong path. It's to the right destination on the wrong path. Not me right now, but like that was the overwhelming mm-hmm. sense I got. Like there were definitely times in my career where I'm like in the right county, I'm in the right space, but I'm on the wrong path. I took a right turn and I should have gone left or I should have stayed straight or I needed to blaze my own dang path, right? Mm -hmm. And just needing to get picked up and dropped onto the right path of like, this one feels right. This is the one that even though I've not been down it before, I feel like I know it. It feels safe. Mm -hmm. It feels satisfying. It's, and it's going towards that, slightly end destination that that is the right one for me. Um, And then the other thing that came up when we were talking about money is a lot of people who come into real estate have never made a significant amount of money. I know when I came from my nonprofit job, the highest I'd ever made in a year was $52,000. And that was like a fantastic salary for me. I was getting paid well when I worked for that nonprofit and I was grateful for it. And my first year in real estate, I made more than twice that you know, now I make well more than that. And it is a whole identity change of being able to receive more money. What do I do with this money? Mm -hmm. My friends and the people that I hang out with may not be making the same type of money and that's okay, right? Like I have longstanding friendships and we have different income amounts and it doesn't matter, but it does. It, it, who am I as a person now that I'm receiving this and have access for this, am I deserving of this, right? Am I more comfortable going back to a job where I make 50 or $75,000 a year? Because that's what I feel like I deserve to earn. And sometimes I make more than that in a week now, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's really, there's, there's a huge part of, being able to accept it, feeling safe with the money, feeling safe with being a good steward 
of the money, those are huge pieces that came forward too when you were mm-hmm. when you were talking. Yeah, it's you know one of the things with that wanting to burn everything down <clears throat> is that and like wanting to be put onto the correct path. There's this. I feel like you're highlighting this really beautiful, you know, like wisdom <laughs> around how we how our mind is participating in what we're creating right because when we want to burn everything down the mind goes to everything like the mind (laughs) operates you know from broad brush strokes and literally is like i'm gonna quit i'm and not even that is being irrational like it could literally be what the experience is but there's a there's a nuance and there's a distinction between what actually wants to be erased out or upgraded or refined and what the mind is available to know that wants to be cleared or upgraded. So the mind, oftentimes when we're having these kinds of, you know, realignment experiences in our own path, the mind wants to know what it is. It wants to go, I'm currently doing things like this and I would like to do it like that. So I'm going to make a change. It's very much, you know, something that we know and can see and think and but what actually is available is what you named of being placed on the correct path. And being placed on the correct path is not happening at the level of the mind. Mm-hmm. The mind gets to have a participation, <laughs> but it's not actually the only thing that's driving it. And there's, there's more subtlety and nuance. Like when you're naming, you know, like who are you, who are you actually becoming as a person who is a steward of money or of the land or of the homes? And reconciling that new version of you in yourself that's something that's not happening at the level of the mind the mind can definitely participate but it is not the thing that's happening and and oftentimes what becomes available is not what the mind would have been able to create or identify or think of because it thinks of things much more you know abstract or much more concretely much more um obviously (laughs) Can I give some strategies on how I've gotten my mind on board with some of this stuff? Yes, Um, I love that. So the first thing is really defining my ideal client. Who is it that I want to work with? Who is it that's right for me? Who am I right for? And I limit my clients to those people. I mean, number one, I don't work with jerks. (laughs) (laughs) Like I don't work with mean people anymore. Like there's probably a deeper way to say that, but truly I don't work with mean people. Um, I've definitely had people who are more aggressive. I have difficult clients at times and setting those boundaries helps me get that. But at the heart, I only work with good people, right? People who are, you know, kind and loving in the world. (laughs) Um, I work with people who listen to my guidance and who trust me, who recognize me, and what I have to offer them. And these things may look different for our listeners also. But really digging down into, you know, people who respect my boundaries, who respect my time. And that doesn't mean the first time you try to push a boundary, you're done with me. No, I'm going to set the boundary again. And then if we're still pushing it, now we're going to be done. And I've fired clients. And I've had interviews with buyers and sellers that I've said, I'm really sorry. I'm you know, this is not going to be a good fit. Let me refer you to somebody else. And that's all okay. Because at this point, I know who I'm here for. And I'm only open to working with those people. 
And then the other part is, is getting down into my purpose and knowing that mentally. So I know it in my heart. And what does that look like, you know, in my head? And for me, part of my real estate story is, you know, growing up with my grandparents and their home really was their greatest asset. They, if they had not had that, we would not have been able to have the life that I had growing up. And it's because they owned a home, they paid it off, they had low taxes, they were able to save. Um, It ended up being a fantastic inheritance for our family when we sold it. So it created, you know, not a huge amount of generational wealth, but some generational wealth that was able to be passed on. And for me, that idea of home, of having that safe space, having a constant that you can always come back to is really, really deep for me. So, you know, on the the top level, really helping people find that. Where is the place that you can live and be safe and have as a good investment for you and your family for the future? That is, that's kind of the top level. And then I also love working with investors, right? And so that piece comes to how do I get more money into the hands of good people, mm-hmm. right? Money amplifies. And so good people with money do bigger, good things, And so again, I only work with good people. And when I'm helping an investor who is maybe rehabbing a property for a family that now it gets to be that home, it gets to be the wealth building device for that home. So that's one piece. So it's, it's satisfying that need. And I'm working with good investors who do good things with money. And so they're also getting to make the profit off of that. And so I'm getting to help in both of those ways. And now that I've been longer in the business and I've seen, I've had clients that I've helped four or five times, seeing them being able to increase their wealth through rental properties, through move ups, you know, seeing, um, you know, clients who have maybe sold a home to and have passed and having that be generational wealth, the things that I used to get immediately in the nonprofit, I really am seeing in the long term and seeing what that stability of a home is, um, so those are things getting those into my mind helps my, you know, my mind and my spirit align in this business where I know I'll never, never leave it now. And now having a team, I do still work with my own clients, but it's also helping them do that. So my impact gets to be even bigger because now in supporting the team, they're also, they have their own things that they're doing in real estate, their own purpose. But in working with me also, my purpose gets to go out through them as well. So I get to support and help them grow as agents and help them grow their businesses, which then gets to help more people experience this wealth building experience, getting, you know, good money into the hands of good people and doing better in the world and having that, that sense of safety and stability. So all of that comes back to now you won't hear me say, I want to quit. But before I was able to get on that right path with my mind and my spirit aligned, moving in the same direction being able to say that out loud to myself. I felt it, but I didn't know it. Now both, I can really, really feel aligned in that and moving forward. I got realigned, if you will. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) And I'm inside myself giggling because um, you're completely speaking your design, right? So all the things that you're wanting to create and that you are creating and that you're naming are the things that are your vision and your purpose are there aspects of them that are literally in your design, in your astrology design, in your human design, in your, you know, your true essence of self and being so connected to that and being so certain in that 
is really helpful in then allowing for the rest of the pieces to unfold for you, right? Yeah. Because there, I remember that there was a time where um, shifting who your ideal client was was a big deal, right? And there's all kinds of stuff that, so we, we know that what was working is not working anymore, but something has to shift. And so then there's a way that shifting who you are and what you're available for gets to happen first. So then now it's like, well, of course, those are the kinds of people that you work with, right? Of mm -hmm. course, the other kinds of people are not your ideal clients. They don't even show themselves for you, of course, right? Yeah. But there's, there's both parts that get to come in with it. And for you specifically, right, like the big vision is also super part of your design. Other people have a different experience with it, and that's perfect too. And so it's mm -hmm. really about what is it that's actually correct and true for you that really meets you, and then ultimately our purpose can play itself out in gazillions of ways, right? Yeah. And the, the core components of it, so the way that they get to be expressed, um, are really highlighted. Yeah, it's... Yeah, and I definitely don't want anyone to think that like my vision should be everybody's, right? It's really just well, important yeah. to figure <laughs> out what, yeah. what that is, what that That's is for, <laughs> for each person. So I love that, yeah. making sure that it's individual. Um, and that's been through, right? Like meditation helps with that. Disconnecting from the business helps from that, right? Like we can't be in it all the time. So it's important to step away so that you can kind of get that bird's eye view. At least it's important for me to do that of like, oh, what am I missing here? Um, getting a coach can be, you know, very helpful in that. Ari has been helpful in my life in that way. Um, I did not come to all of this on my own. <laughs> it's important and, to And neither did I, right? Like we, when we work with the energetic of you, we are informed, mm -hmm. right? So there are things that we know now about the way that your soul would like to express itself or the way that your system works the best that we learn specifically by listening and looking and working with you, right? And so there's there we can really listen deeply and, and you're right on with the meditation part. I second that. <laughs> and um, writing can be a really helpful thing too. And so if there was one thing that I would invite people to check out, if you're having that question of, or feeling I want to quit, or it feels like that's a recurring theme that shows itself for you, one of the very beginning things that you could explore is what is it that you would actually like to be creating or experiencing? What would you actually like to create or experience? And then just let yourself have a writing you know, time with that where you journal, where you just let it all pour out. It doesn't have to be processed through the brain. You can just let it all go onto the pages to be able to start to provide yourself with deeper levels of clarity around what is it that you actually want to create or experience. And then you can go down the path of, and what's the most aligned and um, where am I holding limitations or restrictions that are keeping my vision from being even more correct or true, right? All those things can come, but if we can be tuned into what do you would like to create or experience? That's a really beautiful first place to start. That goes back to one of those first episodes of being told what we should do, not feeling aligned to it, and therefore feeling like we don't belong in this business, rather than like you're saying to do, mm. is go and figure out how your way in this business is. Because yes. it's not going to be like anybody else's. Yes. 
And there are some that. shortcuts for that too, right? We, we work with human design, astrology, the soul records. There's all kinds of ways that we can work with um, these tools that point us back to who we are. And it's not that we're looking for an external thing to tell us who we are, but we get to use it as almost like a, like a sensory check in a way, right? Whereas when somebody says something true to you or you can really feel what is true, you feel it in your bones, like you know it is true. And there's ways that things that are aspects of you that when they get to be expressed by looking at your, one of your designs, it speaks to you and highlights these things that you don't even maybe know is something that other people don't have because it's so inherent to who you are. Yeah. Right? And when we start to see those things, we can start to then be even more specific and nuanced in how you design your business or how you design these different parts of the way that you show up in the world to be really super specific to what actually meets you. So astrology, human design, soul records are all great tools that ultimately point us back to who we are, what's true about ourselves, and then deepening in that through our own inquiry, meditation, writing, all those things, energy work. I love it. I love it. Can we end with a clearing about this? Yes, thank you. And then <laughs> take, a, take us out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, beautiful. Let's do that. So if you're available and safely able to, you can close your eyes. And take a breath into your body and just taking a moment to see what you notice. Okay, and then we're going to ask to release and clear any anywhere and everywhere that you're holding any external influences, external motivations, any external control programs. We're asking to release and clear that from all aspects of all of your bodies, all timelines, dimensions, spaces, realities, and beyond. And taking a breath in and exhaling anything and everything that no longer serves. And then we're asking to strengthen your true self, strengthen your awareness and connection to your interests, your passions, the things that make you feel playful, joyful, happy, and allowing your system to be turned towards the breadcrumbs that guide you step by step to coming into that deeper resonance of yourself, your connection to yourself and all that is and the expression of that through how you choose to make a contribution in the world, be a contribution in the world. Um, I say thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. We would love to hear what you're noticing as you listen and watch this. Um, what comes up for you? What do you notice? How is it showing itself for you? We'd love to hear the stories that are being sparked for you. And if there's other topics that you would like to hear us explore or contemplate, please share. You can connect with us on Instagram and we'll be back with another episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you.